Could family genetics be a reason that no matter what we try, we still can't lose the fat and inches from our problem areas? To learn more, we spoke to Dr. Brian Strand from Sonobello. While some people can eat everything and stay thin, others diet and exercise daily and still pack on fat and inches to their problem areas. It's not your fault. It can be genetics. If you struggle to lose the fat from your tummy, love handles, thighs, and back, you're likely battling your family genetics. The good news is we have an answer. Sonobello uses a remarkable technique called microlaser fat removal. In one comfortable visit, the fat in your hardest places to lose is gone permanently. Stop wrestling with your family genes and lose the fat permanently. And right now, you can save $250. The results are life-changing. Do this for you. Don't wait. Visit sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. Peak Performance offers a revolutionary ED solution, scientifically proven to increase blood flow, sensitivity, and sexual performance, all with no side effects, no surgery, and no pills. Call 1-800-210-8181 today for a free evaluation. Hello and welcome to the Mental Health Hotline. If you are obsessive-compulsive, press 1 repeatedly. If you are codependent, ask someone to press 2 for you. If you have multiple personalities, press 3, 4, 5, and 6. If you are paranoid, we know what you are and what you want. Stay on the line and we'll trace your call. If you're delusional, press 7 and your call will be transferred to the mothership. If you are schizophrenic, listen carefully and a small voice will tell you which number to press. If you are depressive, it doesn't matter which number you press, no one will answer you. If you are dyslexic, press 69696969. If you have a nervous disorder, please fidget with the hash key until the beep. After the beep, please wait for the beep. If you have a short-term memory loss, please try your call again later. And if you have low self-esteem, hang up. All our operators are too busy to talk to you. All hit radio. Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Good evening, one and all, and welcome to the X-Zone. I am Rob McConnell, and for the next four hours, I'm your host and your guide as together we cross this time-space continuum to a place that I call the X-Zone. It's a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. It's a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. And the X-Zone comes to you Monday through Friday from 10 p.m. Eastern until 2 a.m. Eastern right here on the Exxon Broadcast Network, Talkstar Radio Network, Mutual Broadcast Network, and a host of broadcast affiliates around the world. If you'd like to send me an email, exxon at exxonradiotv.com. If you'd like to check out all the great programming we have available for you, 724-365 on the Exxon Broadcast Network, 
website is xzbn.net. And for the Zone TV channel that is exclusive to Simul TV, visit www.simultv.com. My guest this hour, Exo Nation, the first guest of tonight, is Shelley Robertson, and she resides in Indianapolis, Indiana. Her family is longtime residents of Paulding County, dating back to the 1800s. Shelley is the owner of the old Paulding County Jail, which uh, she purchased in 2015. She is a member of the Paulding Chamber of Commerce, the Eagles, and the Moose Organizations. She is the owner of 18PI, which is a paranormal research company that launched in 2014 and operates uh, in part out of, out of the jail. She has been nominated in the past for awards for her paranormal research, pictorial, and video evidence. Joining me now is Shelley Robertson. And Shelley, welcome to the X-Zone. Oh, thank you for having me. So tell me, Shelley, is, uh, you know, what got you into investigating the paranormal? Well, you know, um, a lot of people that's interested and in in the paranormal, mm-hmm. I guess, I'm going to follow the stereotype. Um, I've always had experiences as from when I was a small child. Right. And, you know, you're always curious. And I went on some investigations like maybe 10 years back. And that's what. everything in and I started to really seriously research during your research and during the time that you have been investigating what in your opinion has been the most prevalent case that you worked on well I would say um, we have got there, there's several but one that I'm still working on today is there is a unsolved murder case in Paulding County of a 15-year-old girl who was kidnapped walking home back in 1960. And her name is Nancy Eagleson, and she was found um, hours later. She'd been raped and shot in the head, and that murder has been unsolved. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. A lot. Uh, there, there was some some hidden walls, false walls in the jail that had been opened, and some of the evidence from that case was found. Now, what kind of evidence? This was back in 2013. Wow. Um, what was what was found yeah. was a piece of her dress mm-hmm. and a shoe. And that was found by the previous owners of the jail back in 2013. And they had, uh, BCI came, of course, and they um, sent that stuff over to the crime lab. And they couldn't get any DNA evidence off of it because, of course, it was too degraded over time. And I've been working on this case studying a lot of the newspaper, a lot of the old but the spirits. I'm getting bits and pieces of information from them as well. Um, so I'm hoping mm-hmm. to crack that case. <laughs> so tell us about your company. Uh, that is, let me see here, 187 PI. Well, it's a um, paranormal 
investigation and research company. Mm-hmm. And what we do is we're constantly working on new theories and new technologies and experimentation. And we have found we're, we're trying to get the Holy Grail of so much new um, evidence all the time. There's so many intelligent spirits. Recently, mm-hmm. we have found that <clears throat> it's it's ironic. We'll speak about 9-11, and, you know, that's a really tough time for a lot of people. And um, we found that the spirits went to New York for their own memorial for the 9-11. <laughs> crazy, crazy, right? Now, how did you find that out? See, uh, our building is so active, and we have resonant spirits, and we also have transients, and I wanted to do some research on that. I'm like, okay, I wonder if mm-hmm. our intelligent spirits are aware of this tragedy. So we're doing a research night. We set up all of our equipment and the building was quiet the only the only spirits that were there were the children and i'm like oh my goodness okay all right so i'm not getting anything that way let's let's wait till after midnight then it'll be 9 12 so five minutes after midnight they started talking mm-hmm. said they'd been in in new york they brought a couple of, of um, spirits back with them and what was really wild is a lady came back. Her name was um, Dina and um, said she had a baby with I was so intrigued. So I looked up the um, list of all the people that perished, um, the list of names of the people that perished during 9-11 there at the Twin Towers. Mm-hmm. And her name was on there, and unborn baby. So we've got all the recordings and everything of this. And it's, it's. I was like, okay, where's everybody been? And several of the spirits chimed in. We run a, a portal box mentions, um, and they all come through. They were saying they were in New York. They'd been in New York, and I'm like, wow, <laughs> wow. And we're like, what did you do in New York? And there was some, um, some of them said singing. And, and then some of the spirits start singing. And I was like, oh, my gosh. It sounded like a choir. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. I know it sounds crazy. But we have all of the footage, all of, of this. So I'm finding that. The spirit world is very much in tune with even some of these types of events, you know. So you had all these spirits who went to New York and came back and gave you information that you could actually use to confirm that they were there. Yes, absolutely. 
All right, just give me a second here. I just got a news alert from my newsroom they'd like me to pass on to our listeners. This is from CBC Radio Exxon, the U.S. to reopen land border to Canadians next month, and that's from CBC, and that is confirmed. So once again, the breaking news here from the Exxon Broadcast Network and the newsroom is that the U.S. to reopen land border to Canadians next month. Well, there you go. Looks like COVID is on its way out, finally. Yay. Hey. Yay. All, all right, Shelly, please stand by. You and I have to take our first break. And Exxon Nation, our guest this hour is Shelly Robertson. And if you'd like to find out more about Shelly, if you'd like to contact her, maybe you need her help. Her website is www.187pi.com. That's www, the number is 187pi.com. This is the Exxon. I am Rob McConnell. We're coming to you from our broadcast center and studios in Crystal Beach, Ontario, which is right across the river from Buffalo, New York. In fact, looking out our studio window, right across Lake Ontario, I can see Buffalo. Hmm. Have to go over to uh, Pete's Market, get some more of that wonderful clam chowder. (laughs) It's the best over there. Shelly Robertson and I return. Don't go away. The we're going family style deal. Because I want a bite of your Big Mac. And I need some of your quarter pounds. I'll try your filet of fish. There's a deal for every friend group at McDonald's. Order any two classics for just six bucks. Price of participation may vary. Single item at regular price cannot be combined with any other offer. And welcome back, everyone. Shelly Robertson is my guest. Her website is www.187pi.com. Shelly, what do you find different as far as storms and paranormal activity are concerned? Well, that's a really interesting um, question because you find a lot of investors, they say that they get a lot more activity during storms and i am finding at least at my building during storms it's hard for them to vocalize and communicate that way but what we found is during the storms we can capture their images on thermal cameras and that was purely by because we were having a storm one night, and I'm like, well, let's go snap some pictures with, mm-hmm. you know, thermal camera, just to, we, just on a whim. And 
the crazy thing about getting the spirits on thermal, if anybody's ever used a thermal camera, you know, when you picture yourselves, you're looking like red and orange and uh, different blobs. There's no real um, clear or anything like that. But when we get the spirits on thermal, they're not red and orange. They're different shit because that's the heat. They're different levels of cold and their features and stuff come through. It's pretty amazing. So hmm. that's what we're finding with the storms, at least in the in our building. So when we have the storms, we're like all kind of excited. It's almost like there's too much static in the air, too much energy, and it's interfering with the vocalization, but it's enough for manifesting so we can mm. catch them on thermals. And it's pretty amazing. We've got some just fantastic um, thermal imagery during storms. Now, Shelley, what do you use as a baseline or benchmark prior to using your equipment to make sure that the equipment will not be picking up any electromagnetic or electric discharge during the storm? Uh, um, could you repeat that for me? Yeah, I, I basically what do you what do you use as a as a baseline prior to using the equipment, the thermal equipment during a storm to to make sure that you're not picking up any electrostatic discharge or electrical discharge that is being interpreted a, as a spirit. Well, what we do is the, the funny thing is we take and and we've especially when we know there's a storm coming, mm -hmm. we take the the first rounds of photographs through the building and we watch the barometers and watch all of the atmospheric gauges. And then when the storm starts to kick up, we take those same photos in the exact same places mm -hmm. in the building and there is no way that the human form and facial expressions and everything is just um, a static discharge. Wow. And I'm, what we're building now, here, here's another really awesome thing that we're working on so that we could film them all the time or get to hear them vocalize all the time. Because... Mm -hmm. We, we get to hear them talk with no equipment a lot in that building, too, like uh, disembodied voices. Um, we're working on some, some static and some static generators and dissipators. So and now to maybe when there's not storms, bring the levels up in certain areas in the building so that we could photograph them all the time. That's what we're working on now to see if that will actually, if that's going to work the same as it does during storms. What, are you, what is your theory, Shelley, on why the spirits are here? Why haven't they gone to wherever spirits go after the person's dead? I know that is, that is something everybody, uh, I mean, you know, everybody wonders, right? It's the million dollar and, question, right? Yes. And 
people, I mean, you, you talk to a lot of, of different people, a lot of different researchers, and then they'll say, well, you know, they have unfinished business or mm-hmm. maybe they've died tragically or, or, or whatnot. But my thought is some of them, I think, are very attached to what they're doing. And, and I don't necessarily think that it's unfinished business or it's um, tragic deaths. I think it has to do with a little bit bit more than that because I, I've got something I'm working on with blood typing and um, it, that's very very in, intense and it, this research is gonna take a long time and you know you you got to get blood types of people so but I have a theory on why they're still here and because you talk to different people and they're saying, you know, we have a lot of children in our building too. And, and it's like, well, there's children in the, in the, in the jail. Where did they come from? And why are they there? And again, they're trying to gain your trust and yada, yada, right. you know, you get all of these things that people say. And I'm like, well, I'm there a lot by myself and them little kids have had my trust a long time and I'm pretty sure they are just that little kids. So my theory mm-hmm. on the the um, reason they're here is I think they're O negative blood types. Now, why why O negative? Because doesn't O negative or the O have the lowest hemoglobin, which means it has the lowest amount of iron? And if somebody, if there's going to be a connection between a spirit and electromagnetic activity, wouldn't it be the blood type with the highest amount of iron in it? See, you would think that. You would think that. But Mm. here again, what's dragging me this route is, um, because as a researcher, you've got to keep an open mind about about all possibilities, okay? Sure. So if, if you take the studies of the O-negative blood type, which dates back to the blood of fallen angels and all of that, okay? So that's the Nephilim's offspring. Yeah. And they were cast from heaven. And, of course, they're not welcome in hell, and that's why... A lot of the people, if you talk to a lot of the people that are O-negative blood types, especially in this field, Mm -hmm. they've never had any demonic um, encounters. And that is including myself. So that made me dig into this. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, well, that would explain children. Because supposedly, if you're going to go on the religious you know, spectrum uh-huh. up in, up until a certain time, the children are innocent and they're accepted into heaven, right? Okay. Okay. I'm like, okay, well then that would ex- that would explain a little bit as to why they're still here because they're they can't. There's nowhere else for them to go. So, um, basically, kind of kind of stuck you know well plus o, o, neg- 
O negative blood is the universal blood. It's used in emergency rooms, trauma centers, when somebody comes in and needs a blood transfusion or needs blood and they haven't had the time to cross-match the blood yet. So would this have anything to do with it? Well, I, I think because, listen to this, I, I think because, all right, you you if you get into, and, and mind you, I'm not, trying to sermon anybody it's mm-hmm. just a theory it's it's a the thought process is something i'm working on to right. see um you know the the o negative blood is the universal blood yep. and it can heal anybody but think about this they can only heal themselves you know o negative blood type people can only heal the o negative blood type people and you got to think well okay that makes a little bit of sense right christ is a healer blah 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 and then all right shelly i hate to do this to you but we've got to take our we've got to take our commercial break with the news at the bottom of the hour please stand by exonation shelly robertson is our guest her website is www.187pi.com and shelly and i will be back on the other side of the news as we continue here in the exon from our broadcast center from beautiful Crystal Beach, Ontario, Canada, and uh, from our newsroom at the XZBN, the news is in that next month, the U.S.-Canadian border opens up for Canadian traffic going into the United States. We'll be back on the other side of this break. Don't go away.
And welcome back, everyone. This is the Exxon. I am Rob McConnell. We're coming to you from our broadcast center and studios in Crystal Beach, Ontario, Canada. If you'd like to send me an email, exxon at exxonradiotv.com. On all social media sites, Exxon Radio TV. And uh, for, let me see, if you would like to get a free copy of the X Chronicles newspaper with our compliments, it's online at www.xchroniclesnewspaper.com. And for all the past shows of the Exxon, going back, I think, what, Craig, 12 years? Go to www.xzoneuniverse.com. My guest this hour is Shelley Robertson. Her website is www.187pi.com or 187pi slash Facebook, or it's on Facebook, right, Shelley? Yes, yes. All right, Shelley, uh, a lot of people in today's strange world uh, are once again picking up with a Ouija board because they think that if they pick up a Ouija board, they can contact a spirit and the spirit can tell them what's going on. I believe Ouija boards are dangerous for people who don't know what they're doing. Shelly, as a professional, what's your take? Okay, well, I mean, uh, there's going to be mixed, mixed reviews. I mean, everybody has, I've heard of a lot of experiences people have had. Mm -hmm. I've, I tell you, I have had absolutely no luck. Really? With a, absolutely nothing. And, and we even have several. And I've even got uh, I, um, got a hold of a hand-carved one mm -hmm. that's supposedly done all kinds of things. And um, I'll tell you, I've tried and tried and tried. with I, I've done it alone, which you should not do. But when I wasn't getting anything to happen with any of these boards with some of my my team members, I'm like, okay, I'm going to try to go against the rules and I'm going to try to do this myself. And I still got absolutely nothing. I have two Ouija boards that sit in my office all the time. I took I took two of them which is so crazy. I took two of them and I even had them one, one that is known by others to, to move on its own and stuff, you know, the plushette and everything. I had them under even under 24 hour surveillance for like nine months. Never, not even a centimeter. I could not get no action. And so really? then again, you know, people have, um, demonic or or ill experiences with Ouija boards, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'm th I'm thinking this is going back to the blood typing research. I'm getting nothing at all, and I have O negative blood, mm -hmm. and. also has O negative blood. So I'm like, okay, all right. So is this part of my blood typing, you know, theory, or is it people who are more vulnerable or for me, I got nothing from them. It's, it's weird, but yeah, nothing at all. All right. Let me ask you this, Shelley, in your opinion, is evil already? Uh, is evil 
real. Are there such things as <coughs> demons and demonic possession, as we've seen on TV, for example, in the movie The Exorcist? Well, I, <clears throat> I, I'm going to tell you from my own experience, yeah. personal experience, I have never experienced anything like that, nor seen. But I do believe that it can be a real thing. Um, I think that states of mind, you know, if people have depression or anything like that, or if maybe they're stressed or um, they're vulnerable, so I it, do think that it could be a real thing. And going on over that, going farther, I'm gonna mm -hmm. I'm gonna step out on a limb and go a little bit farther. Um, I'm starting to do some real looking into um, mental illness because the I don't feel that everyone who is in a mental facility is crazy. I believe you. I agree with you. I don't. I yeah. think that maybe some of them are having real experiences and they are not crazy. Man. Shelly, why do you, you know, like, I, I, I understand that the, you and other professional researchers are doing everything you can. And, and the sad part is, is that you and the other researchers out there are paying for the research out of your own pockets. Why do you think the, the mainstream scientific community doesn't get behind you and, and give you guys a hand? Well, I, you know, I think because so much of it is, you know, they're having a hard time proving the, mm -hmm. the nuts and bolts, the, the, the holy grail. Yeah. And the thing is, what I also think is um, right now in this point in time, I don't think the money is available for it. Although I, I'll tell you that money should be available for it because... I have read CIA file after file after file, and they have done paranormal research. Mm -hmm. I paid for it, and they've done a lot of work with that. So I don't know why that the money is not extended to the scientists for that. It should be. Well, from what I understand, the CIA was doing investigations into the paranormal uh, to see if... America's enemies could be using research into the paranormal to cause a threat to the U.S. national security. So in order to Absolutely. do that research, you know, they've had to do theirs. And then you've got people like Yuri Geller, who also uh -huh. subcontracted or contracted this, I'm sorry, was contracted by the CIA as a, as a, as a test plot or a test uh, case to see if and how credible paranormal investigations could be, and if the paranormal activity could pose a threat to the to the U.S. And uh, you know, so I can understand why they got involved. Right, right, and and maybe they just, you know, they had a lot of um, experimentation mm -hmm. and a lot of research into that aspect of it for yeah. quite some. They started getting into the mind control and the teleporting yeah. and all of that. But um, 
I just don't think, I think they should have went a little further. And I mean, they've done this stuff with even telekinesis and, and all of that. And, and I think they should just have went a little further and they should actually extend yeah. funds. I do because they did have some positive findings, you mm-hmm. know? Yep. So, all right, Shelley, you and I have to take our final break for this hour. Please stand by. And Exxon Nation, if you'd like to get a copy of or read the online version of the X Chronicles newspaper for September, it is available at www.xchroniclesnewspaper.com. And what we're doing is we're opening the X Chronicles newspaper to everyone each and every month. You don't have to pay anything to read it. It is free www.xchroniclesnewspaper.com and it has been published by Relmar which is the company that I am the president and CEO of for the last 33 years. Once again, www.xchroniclesnewspaper.com and uh, Shelley and I will be back as we wrap up this hour here in the X-Zone. Hmm, that's right. It's a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. Send me your comments. Are you a skeptic or are you a believer? We'll be back on the other side of this break. Don't go away. Zone Radio Show live and around the world on the Talkstar Radio Network and X Zone Broadcast Network. Visit our website at www.xzoneradiotv.com. Shelly Robertson is my guest of this hour, Exxon Nation. And if you'd like to contact Shelly or visit her website, maybe you've got a question or two, or maybe your house is haunted and you need help, visit www.187pi.com. Shelly, what other aspects of the paranormal do you and your team and your researchers uh, investigate? 
We do um, private investigations, uh, residential. We will do business. Um, our, 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 we go to other locations. We've mm-hmm. been to a few places there in Canada and that were just very awesome. As a matter of fact, um, we, um, the bulk of our research is. Turned that into a paranormal research center since it is very haunted and there's resident spirits um, and uh, transients and children. So we do the bulk of our work there and then we test our findings at other places to see if things will work in other locations. Um, if somebody is having a, a problem, um, at their house, at their place of business, their restaurant, their wherever, we will come and investigate. Um, my team, my research team, does not rid the spirit. But we do uh, have associates who are good at cleansings and stuff like that after we find out what's going on. If the homeowner or business or building owner wants rid mm-hmm. of them, we will, you know, refer them on to some of our other colleagues. Right. So, Shelley, where, besides your, your jail where you do the bulk of your investigations, where would you say the most haunted location that you and your researchers have gone to would be outside of your jail? I would say... Um, Most haunted places I've went to would be um, probably Waverly Hill Sanitarium, Mm -hmm. and that's in um, Kentucky. Right. And and, um, we had some very interesting interactions with children there. Really? Um, On the children's, uh, in the children's ward and in the psychiatric ward, and, and... you know, a lot of people said they have seen like the crawler and then um, had some some uh, pretty intense experiences. But when we were there, we didn't have any negative experiences, but some very interesting activity with children. We have some videos up on YouTube uh, of this research. I would say that would probably one of the most haunted other places that I've been. And, and I've been to a lot of places, a lot of different jails. Um, right. We, st- we stayed at a, a an old jail up there in Canada that they converted into a hostel, and we were down in the cafeteria mm-hmm. uh, one evening. disembodied footsteps and stuff come walking right past us and we're like okay hi i imagine you know? i imagine that um, you're talk. i imagine that you're talking about the ottawa city jail yes yes yeah and it was a pretty pretty amazing that's 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 a haunted place too <laughs> um and, and we've been to canada a few times yeah. to some different locations and Oh my gosh, I just love it there. <laughs> I do. 
Um, Shelly, don't these don't the spirits get upset that that uh, paranormal investigators keep keep prodding them, the, you know, keep disturbing them, um, you know, kind of making it into a circus, basically. N- not all researchers, but I've had guests on the show who... I think, yeah, yeah I... Th- uh, yeah, I think what I what I personally think, because I've uh, uh, developed some relationships with some of the resident spirits at the jail, and I carry on normal conversations with them, just like we're talking, mm-hmm. and they chime in, they talk back. I think what they don't like the most is the same questions over and over, and you can understand, yeah. I mean, if uh, uh, a thousand people asked you the same question... You know, what's your name? Can you make this light light up and, and stuff like that? You would get irritated by it, you know? Exactly. And and I just, I think that's what what happens. And, and I try to encourage people who come to the building because mm-hmm. we do um, public ghost hunts and in the building and show people around and show people the equipment and everything. And we I, I'm just like, look, I encourage normal conversation i mean you're gonna get a better response and better interactions with the spirits here and people are just so amazed i'm like i think they're like me and you they just don't have a body you know what does one religion does one's religious belief or the belief in the religious philosophy that they that they practice does this have an an effect on their ability to see, hear, communicate with spirits? Well, I think that open mind and, you know, this is going to be really ironic for all the listeners who don't know, but my father is a Pentecostal Pentecostal preacher and has been for a very long time since I've been a wee little thing. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm not uh, that religious per se, and as far as that, it, into it that deep, but a lot of 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 that they aren't open minded to it, and uh, they and um, a lot of opinions. And I think if you don't want to acknowledge or hear it or something, you won't. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I think you do have to be open and receptive. And my dad has been to the jail many times. And he's like, I've never heard nothing up here. And I'm like, well, you don't want to hear nothing up here. Because of your position, you know. So I think there is something to that, yes. Shelly, we've got about a minute and a half left. Uh, first of all, thank you so much for joining us. Great pleasure talking to you. I wish you and and the other people of your organization the best of luck. And let us know if you do come up with any any connections with the blood work that you're doing. But what are your final thoughts for the listeners? Um, I, I would say, um, first and foremost, uh, treats the spirits with respect mm-hmm. and because you will get farther with them and further in your research if you do that. Um, Also, if you find a haunted location, 
go back and go back and go back and go back because that's how you will learn more and more and more because the constant interaction, you will find that you can actually develop relationships with intelligent spirits. I I know it sounds like a long shot, but it's true. (laughs) So, yeah. Well, Shelly, yes. I, ha- I have to say so long for tonight. I want to, once again, thank you for joining us. And Dexonation, oh, if you'd like to... Thanks for having Ah, great pleasure, my friend. And Dexonation, if you'd like to contact Shelly, please visit her website at www.187pi.com. Now, Exonation, I've been speaking to my producer uh, during the show. We apologize for any interruption in the interview that we've had. Uh, this has, uh, there's been a problem with line. We've tried the lines over and over again. And, um, you know, we'll have Shelly back on and hopefully we'll be able to correct the problems that we were facing. Great lady. I love her research. I love the way she's working. I'll be back on the other side of this commercial break with the news at six and a half minutes past the top of the hour as the Exome continues with yours truly, Rob McConnell, from our broadcast center and studios in Crystal Beach, Ontario, Canada. If you'd like to send me an email, exxon at exxonradiotv.com. And don't forget, the X Chronicles newspaper is with our compliments and the compliments of our many advertisers, especially Simul TV. Visit www.xchroniclesnewspaper.com. 